Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. Hello. It is family day. It is. (laughs) Here in Ontario, which means we're not at work, basically. That's right. It's a nice little holiday. That's nice. And it's sunny. I think it's something in the States, too. Is it like President's Day? Oh. So we got family day. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So this week, we're talking about the movie, the Darwin Awards, which I... Didn't realize until watching it that I had actually seen it before. Ah, yes, because in the last it episode like, you oh, said you'd never I seen this. I have one. seen this. But anyway, uh. so I'll give you a little what the IMDb says this is about. Mm-hmm. We can elaborate. But anyway, it's to investigate bizarre insurance claims that transpired on either accidents, death, or both. A former cop and an insurance investigator travel throughout the country to look at the cases up close. That's so, accurate. yeah, that's quite accurate. <laughs> this guy, played by Joseph Fiennes, is obsessed with, uh, I guess it, I guess it's called the Darwin Awards. It's like the people doing, like, really ridiculous things and then dying, dying because of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Dying or really injuring themselves yeah. as a result. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, he's like a cop, I guess, or an investigator. And uh, yeah, then... at first he's a cop, but then, or yeah, an investigator. And then he gets, he, he, but he has a fear of blood. He has that, that, you know, fear of blood thing. So he faints at the sight of blood. So it doesn't really, didn't really work out for him. Yeah. <laughs> we see it not work out for him yeah. though. Like we see he's trying to catch this serial killer and then he catches him and he's also got, there's like a whole mockumentary or not mockumentary, like like documentary aspect to this where mm-hmm. somebody's following him with a camera throughout the whole thing yeah. that we don't see the person until the end. But so part of what we're watching is the movie that we're watching and part of it is through the camera of the person following him. Yeah, you're never sure which one is which, though. True. <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Sometimes they talk directly to the camera and then, you know, you're watching the documentary guy. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that guy films him like fainting at the blood and doesn't help him because he has this like yeah know, he has to be impartial, a, impartial or impartial journalist whatever. Uh, so then he gets fired. I have a question. Like, would that would you get fired for fainting at blood? Like, didn't they know that to begin with? <laughs> yeah, like wouldn't that be? Wouldn't he have done it before? Like, how how is this? That was the first time, you know following a huge like murder investigation this is the first time he saw blood and fainted i don't right. think so he'd been at crime scenes and they were yeah. were kind of making fun of him already weren't mm-hmm. they for him being like yeah squeamish. so but i guess that was because it was such a public case yes I, I also know. feel like have <coughs> cops never accidentally let someone go that they were trying to catch and like do they immediately get fired for it i don't know <laughs> i just didn't believe yeah of course that not. he yeah. would get immediately fired it's like they were looking for a reason to because nobody else knew who the serial killer was. He was the only one who knew. He yeah. was the one who figured out who it was and started to catch him. Yeah. Nope. He's fired. So. <laughs> Wouldn't that lead a dead end to that investigation? They had a film of who he was. Couldn't that have then caught him? But no. Yeah. That didn't work because 
skip to the end of this movie, he does catch the serial killer. But like, why didn't nobody catch him in the interim while he wasn't working for the cops? Yeah. I don't know. What were the cops doing? <laughs> Could they not identify who he was from the video? <laughs> yeah. Were there uh, no other detectives? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't make he sense. He leaves town. Nothing <laughs> happens. He comes back. It's solved. Anyways. Uh, so that's just one element. One element. <laughs> So I guess to start, what did you think of this? Like you'd completely forgotten that you'd seen it. So it yeah. didn't ha- make an impression on you. <laughs> I, I guess <laughs> not. Like I came out in 2006. So I have, I, and I was trying to figure out when the heck I watched it. And I, cause I'm, you didn't have a ticket for it in your ticket. No, thing. I had no ticket. So I, I think it might've been on Netflix at some point oh, and okay. I watched it then, but it might've been like a late night watch. Right. Which is why I have no recollection of what, <laughs> what happened. But as soon as I saw, um, what's his name? Um, David Arquette. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I've seen this. Because right. I remember that scene. Because how can you not forget like, right. that scene? Like, that's so. And he's um, right at the beginning of this. Yeah. Right? So, what yeah. he does is strap a, you know, airplane jet engine to his car and decides to take it for a spin. Um, and then. <laughs> doesn't go very doesn't, well. He swerves off the road and uh, flies into a mountain and it explodes and he dies. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> the uh, the the part about that that I enjoyed. Uh, Julia was, Lewis is in it. Yeah, Julia Lewis is his wife, right? Yeah. And she's like doesn't seem to be into him anymore. No. He's not. He's not successful. Yeah. He does he run a garage or he has some some sort he of must business, be a mechanic yeah. or something since he's like his dream is to turn his car into this like yeah. fast vehicle. <laughs> But she seems to like this jerk who drives up in like a fancy car and yeah. like treats her husband like garbage, throws his money at him and stuff. And she's all impressed by him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Do they think that she's doing something fraudulent? Like she made her husband die so that she could get insurance? I don't know I what, they, no what they were investigating <laughs> about that. Um, because in the end, does isn't Joseph... Joseph Fiennes, right? That's who it is. Yeah. Um, he says, oh, he was a hero because he swerved off the road so that he wouldn't slam right into it's a family, family that was yeah. driving. And the family thought it was aliens. No, That's right, because that. it did take off. Yeah. Um, and I think the jet propulsion thing would have eventually run out. So he was just about to it run out of fuel and it yeah. would have stopped on its own. But he ended up driving into a mountain because he yeah. was trying to save the people. Yes. Flying, so. flying into a mountain. Because it took off after he'd swerved off the road yeah, <laughs> into the air. Uh, I think Winona was a very unlikable character in this movie, for me, anyway. She was so, like, cynical yeah, and was, mean. Yeah, she was not nice. She, but, like, she was, a, she had a bigger role than I thought she would. Right, yeah. She, her and Joseph Fiennes, yeah, they travel around seeing all these cases, uh, investigating all these cases, but she's not a nice person. She's no, she's not, very mean to him. Yeah. She's like, you're a loser. I don't want to travel around with yeah. this loser. And I don't know why she thinks he's a loser. Like, just because he fainted Faints, at the just blood Just because at he faints beginning. at blood, it makes, it makes him an automatic loser. I think, right. So. Which I'm just like, are you a bully? So, like, she felt like a bully. <laughs> yeah, throughout. she was so mean. Like, why yeah. Why did they make her like that? But Yeah, I, that's what I felt, too. I was like, this could have, like, last week I, or whatever, last episode. Yeah. I was like, looking at the premise of this movie, it seems like it could be good. But I think you have to make somewhat like characters you want to follow through the story yeah. <laughs> i didn't i don't know i know there wasn't like, like oh them. let's see what they do and it's like oh come on can't they do something else because they're so like one-dimensional like yeah 
that was it. There wasn't much to them. Blood True. fainting and mean Winona. Right. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, I guess because he's got this investigative skills, he goes to a, a insurance company and says, I can save you all this money. Mm-hmm. And so then he ends up being partnered with Anona, and that's why they go on the road together. I feel like this was probably also a movie to showcase all the other actors that were in the movie as like, I don't right. know, they wanted to put all these actors in the movie and they just were like, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people in this. Yeah. It's like, let's, let's do a tour of all these funny people. And it was like a funny actor tour. And it was also like the Mythbusters dudes were in it. Yes. Did you notice that? That was the thing I was about to say <laughs> that I liked about the David Arquette part was that he goes to the Mythbusters dudes to get the rocket. Thing. Oh, that's where he got to. And apparently, right. I guess Matt was sitting next to me while I was watching this and he was like looking, maybe it was even on IMDb that he read this. Maybe it was Wikipedia. Who knows? <laughs> he was reading about stuff while we were watching it. And he said that, that on Mythbusters, they myth busted that very thing like putting a rocket on the back of your oh, car oh that's funny thing so that makes i can see that there you go yeah because i'm assuming all of these things were based on real darwin awarded stories because i know for instance that first one so the very thing like the thing that i don't know if it happens as an example of a darwin award worthy incident or if it's I don't think it's something they're investigating it's the one where the guy like throws something at the window in the office tower and then runs Runs at the window and falls out that actually happened in Toronto yeah I heard about that in the TD center yes I heard about that because uh, a co-worker of mine was getting very angry at me when I was standing close to the window Uh I wasn't even you know maybe I was touching it but still she was just like don't you dare do that I was like okay triggering yeah uh yeah because that's a real thing some guy really did that he thought he could run at this thing i think he (laughs) ran at it too many times plus i think what happened was he was throwing things at it and it created like a little hairline crack Uh, and that's what made the window i watched another show that was like strange ways to die or something and and they explained why the window gave way because they were supposed to be break proof Mm -hmm. like you could lean on those windows and you wouldn't fall out but i think just like purposefully yeah. trying to Running, bash it and this open. Guy, and the movie ran at it with like this cushion or piece of, I don't know what he was holding. Like yeah, he was a, holding a seat from like one seat. of the office chairs. Yeah. Like, why? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I guess to protect himself from hitting the window and hitting himself. <laughs> I don't know. But that guy was Nicolas Cage's brother from Face Off. Oh. Anyway, that, that actor. <laughs> um, there's a scene in the cafe uh Winona's character's name is Siri. That's, yes, I made note of that. <laughs> Before um, Siri. And did you notice that there was like this old couple reading books in the cafe? Yes. That's Winona's parents in real life. <gasps> really? Yes. Oh, now I want to watch that part again. I know. Didn't Actually, they talk to those people or did they just talk about those people? I, don't, I can't remember. I remember them just giving like dirty looks. That was about it. And then, I think he <laughs> thought it was weird that they were reading books in public. Oh, like that's, that's not right. Something yeah. that people do or something. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was profiling them. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. But yeah, that's, I actually just read that on the trivia. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty cool. That's good trivia. I like it. Yeah. That's solid trivia. Mm, yeah another unlikable characteristic of Winona I mean it was the whole bully thing but I wrote down a note that she calls him a pussy 
Yeah, another unlikable characteristic of Winona. I mean, it was the whole bully thing, but I wrote down a note that she calls him a pussy at some point, and I'm just like, no, uh, no, no, that's no, no Winona, good. that's no you're good. a bully. Um, <laughs> also, when when she, uh, oh gosh, I'm not going to remember the name of the actress. I think her last name is like, because the, the, for some reason they list all the cast alphabetically. And, oh, Robin Tunney. Oh yeah, she's like in the craft and such Niagara, Niagara, and. What else is Robin oh, yeah, yeah. Uh Empire Records. There you go. So she was a, she worked at a hotel they stayed at. And then Winona was trying to be all like, you should get with her. Yeah. I'll make out with you and then fight with you and act like we're fiancés breaking and up. Breaking and then up it'll and be a good reason to ask her out. It's right. Like, it's like, why, why don't you just go up to her and ask her out? Why do you have to do a whole show that, and it's even, it's like making a f- fake lie to meet somebody. I don't yeah. know. Seems like I mean, a bad way. Like Maybe lie, yeah. she was figuring it's just a you can just sleep with her and that'll be that. But like, if you wanted to start a relationship with someone, don't start it with a big lie. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Winona's decision making wasn't good. It was generally boring. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a lot of people, so I just kept yeah, like every time like, oh, there was person. a new thing, yeah. it was like Chris Penn was one of them. Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson was the serial killer. Uh, Julie, oh, so yeah, we already said that. Uh, Lucas Haas was in it. He was the idiot who drove off Lucas Haas. In the oh, Metallica concert. Yes, yes. him and Je- Judah Judah Friedlander. Yeah, <laughs> that was maybe one of the best parts of the movie. Which also was a weird moment. Like it was an excuse to have a Metallica concert in the middle of the and movie to have Metallica in it. Yeah, because like, they that did was talk. Like, the director must have been a f- friends with all these people or fans of all these people and is like, how do I make a movie with everyone I'm interested in yes. and I know? Exactly. And uh, then, yeah, like Metallica had a little scene. And they were also jerks to to Lucas Haas, weren't they, kind of? Like, at first they asked him and thought it was cool that he drove into their concert, but then yeah. he kind of made fun of him. Yeah, he? I think I so. Know, like calling him a virgin or something, which was supposed to be an insult. I don't know. It was a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> there weren't a lot of like little people in this movie. Um, one thing I learned through watching this movie, and in particular because they listed the cast alphabetically, I was like, are Kevin Dunn and Nora Dunn related? They are brother and sister. Oh. I never knew that. But apparently that is the case. Okay. okay. <laughs> but I've seen both of them in many things, but I just didn't know. I'd never put two and two together that they had the same last name. Yeah. But they're really Josh Charles, the little guy. Uh, he plays little guy. Little guy. <laughs> little guy. I don't know why I said little guy. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think he's that little. He's not that little. But he's in um, the Lawyer Lady movie TV show. The lawyer Lady. He, he plays Will. Uh, the good wife. Oh. <laughs> lawyer Lady. <laughs> Isn't that Julianna Moore? Is oh that? yeah, that's Julia. yeah. Okay. So they're and both in, in this. this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She she plays a British person in this, and Joseph Fine plays an American person in this, and it's a whole thing. It's, it's, <laughs> it's off. It's off. It he doesn't play a good American either. Like you can no. tell he's British somehow. Somehow you can tell he's a person putting on an American accent. Yeah. Though I don't really find that he like slips into another accent. It's just a weird. Just accent. something about him. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, what are the many things that happen, the Darwin Awards-like things that happen? Uh, Somebody gets, vending machine lands on him. That was Ty Burrell, yes, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, yeah. Because his arm, family. he got his arm yeah. stuck in the vending machine, then he rocked it too many times and it landed on top and of him. Squished him. Squished him. What else happened? 
There was a really funny line about second borns, and because I'm a second born, I wrote it down. But it's like a second child syndrome. Uh, you know, they look responsible on the outside, but they're competitive risk takers who cr- craves attention or whatever. Okay. Was, was like, that him like analyzing someone? Yeah, but I don't know. I, I just wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't remember. Oh, the it was about David Arquette. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And so Judah Friedlander and Lucas Haas, their thing was they were trying to climb into the, like, climb over a fence or a barrier to get into a Metallica concert. But I guess the parking lot was higher than the land on the other side. So mm-hmm. once Judah Friedlander got over, he was like, oh shit, I can't just drop or I'll <clears throat> break everything. But then he did drop. He did. He fell into the tree and, and then he managed to fall into and some bushes, not die. But then. By accident, Lucas Haas like drove his car through the barrier and then his car landed on Judah Friedlander. Yeah. So obviously he died. Smooshed him again. Another smoosh. <laughs> Another smoosh. Uh, Juliana Margulies and whoever she was with, who is, I think, an, a British person. Because <laughs> he was British, but I think he really is British. But I don't, I don't, I can't find who it is. Um, what were they doing? Oh, she, they oh. rented a motorhome and she thought that uh, whatever it is, cruise control. Yeah. They said it was like autopilot, so she yeah. literally thought that it drove itself. So they were busy like pouring champagne, and she went to like go give her husband or whatever a, a blowjob. And meanwhile, the the little motorhome drove into a dentist's oh, yes. office. Right. And then the dentist was doing work on this guy, and then I guess the dentist ended up drilling this guy His badly. Face. Yeah. And he and uh, you see him. Later, and he's wearing, like, this big thing around his head. I don't know. It looks like he's, like, totally, totally smooshed. I don't know what happened to him. He got yeah. hurt. He got hurt bad by that drill. That drill went nuts in his mouth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was bad. Ew. Yeah, ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what other things happened? I'm there was this buns, bungee cord bathtub scene. With oh, yeah, that uh, was Joseph Fiennes. Joseph Fiennes. He's, I was supposed to say Rafe, but anyway. Yeah, <laughs> right, the other the, the, Rafe was not in this movie. <laughs> no, it doesn't seem like his uh, jo- <laughs> Joseph Fiennes is, like, terrified of slipping in the bathtub, mm-hmm. so he rigs up this weird, like, bungee cord contraption so he doesn't slip, but he ends up flipping right over and then stuck, and then Winona comes and helps him down. That was a weird. That was a weird scene. That was weird. I, I thought he, you know, someone would get hurt or something more would happen from that, but it was just a, like a g- gag. Somehow that part kind of reminded me of Destination Wedding, just because not because it was a thing necessarily that would have happened in it, but just her like coming into his room in the yeah. hotel and then like true, true having disdain for him and like you know that they the whole goal of this movie is to bring them together at the end because of course like yeah. even though the whole movie has another plot <laughs> altogether there it's a man and a woman they're going to get together at the end uh so yeah i don't know the chris penn max perlich scenario was that chris penn was ice they were ice fishing oh my and god he yeah. threw dynamite to blow open the ice and then his dog went and fetched the, the dynamite, dynamite and was chasing them with it and then it went and sat under his car his brand new like truck yeah, yeah like this fancy huge suv so like this guy bought this you know he was saved all his money and bought this big truck that was ridiculous and yeah the dog just kind of dropped the dynamite under the car and took off and then 
the car blew up and sunk in the water. Right, and then Chris Penn fell in the water and he had a gun. Because yes. for some reason they were ice fishing like by shooting the fish too. Yeah. And so then he fell in the water with, holding his gun and then the Max Perlich was trying to pull him out and with, then he shot him. And they used the gun him. as like the rail to hold on to. Oh, but of right. course, it went on. Chris Penn pulled the trigger and shot him. Right. And killed him, I guess. Did I don't he kill think him? he killed him. Oh, I think okay. he just shot him because then they said that, that their car was robbed and that's why what's his name got oh, shot oh that's right it's that's right yeah, bob. yeah yeah that's why bob got shot bob <laughs> uh and then Idiots. they figured it out because there was fish in the trees <laughs> oh yeah that's right there winona slipped on the ice i think and then she saw looked up and she saw fish in the trees and that's how they can't magically f- figure the, all the all that <laughs> out. all the stuff that had happened <laughs> that led to the car being in the water I mean, yeah, and then we find out that Wilmer Valderrama was the documentary filmmaker. Yes, that they called. What did they call him throughout it? They called him. A, I forget. Uh, I didn't write down what they called him, but I they just like called him shithead or something to that effect. <laughs> like it was. Yeah, at one point he runs out of film, and it, it was like at a pivotal pivotal point. Like he was, he was supposed to record. What was Were that? they gonna at the kiss end? or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kiss. Yeah, and I, I think they didn't like him because he just like would never help out. And then they got stranded at some point and accidentally blew up their car. And he was like, "Oh, I had a cell phone all the time that like worked out here." And they were like freezing to death, and they were, so they got mad at him. Mm-hmm. And oh yes, yeah. I don't know why he kept letting him follow him. I also don't know why he kept following him when he lost his job. Because didn't he want to follow somebody on the police force? Yeah, like he was just like maybe this guy's story was more interesting or something, and he was just going for it. Also, why did would the like when he went for the interview with what's his name Dunn? Uh, what's his first name? I don't know. With the interview with Kevin Dunn, mm-hmm. uh, who was the insurance executive, like why would he? First of all, he took a meeting with this stranger who wants a job with him. He's not applying for a job. I don't no. think he's just like I will create this job and you will want me for these reasons. Why would? He let a camera person in for that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know that guy had. He would go anywhere, apparently. <laughs> yeah. And all these like crime scenes, camera. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, it seemed like he was going to start following the paramedics. Like, yeah. he had no purpose. He was just like, I'm just going to follow people until they stop letting me, and then I'll follow yeah. somebody else. That's, <laughs> like, that's I'm the story. Not, I, I have no plan for this movie I'm making. Nope. <laughs> But he had a lot of integrity as a journalist that he wouldn't yep. interfere or help in any way. Oh, yeah, he wouldn't help him when he slipped in the bath. Yes. So that's then right. Renona came and helped him. Yeah. I'm like, you're just going to let this guy fall on his head or die? I don't know. <sighs> there was a Wilco reference in this. Did we yeah. say that there was a Winona No, I was going to say okay. yeah, she plugged Wilco because she loves Wilco. Right. She's like, oh. I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah, I think when he, she was trying to get him together with the receptionist, Robin Tunney or whatever, mm-hmm. she said, like, you can play Wilco. And like, he was like, why Wilco? And then she's like, you're not you're not good enough for Wilco. You don't deserve Wilco. You don't deserve Wilco. <laughs> it's like, OK, that's like not a script. That's like <laughs> that's <her>. real. <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. John Doe was back again. Yeah. Yeah. Good old John Doe. Yeah. He was in the bar. John Doe from X. Him and Jerry Harrison from Talking Heads were sitting at the bar talking about the rocket 
yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which then made Joseph Fiennes mad and he went to fight with them. Mm-hmm. Fell before he reached them, which is probably for the best because yeah. he wouldn't have beat John you could, Doe you can't in a fight. Beat John Doe in a fight away. Uh, yeah. I think those are all my notes about this. There was a violent femme song in it. Oh, yes. Gone, yeah, daddy, yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. I wrote the word secret, but I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know where. Like, it just says secret. Okay. What was the secret? I don't know. I don't remember a secret. Secret. Huh. Oh, crap. I <laughs> gotta write better notes for that. <laughs> I love it. Secret. Secret. Huh. Cool. Well, we'll see what the secret was to this movie. <laughs> if we remember, we'll come back and say it. There's no secret. Uh, I don't know. Dear. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a lot of people in this. I think the fun of watching it for me was just seeing all the people and being like, hey, this person's yeah, in Yeah, it was a, one of those things. Yeah. That was really it. I didn't like Winona. Her name is Siri. I mean, even if she was playing like a mean character, I suppose I could have like enjoyed her performance as that mean character, but somehow I didn't. No, there was something off about this. Yeah. Her voice was also like different. Did you notice her voice was different? No, I didn't really. It's like higher or something. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. (laughs) And I have no idea why they got together at the end. Oh yeah. If you have time, take a look at the poster. It's very funny. Because you could see the rocket. Oh, yeah, because it has the car in the air just cutting through the Darwin Awards title. <laughs> it's pretty good. Can I see? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. If you're going to watch this for anything, watch it for the David Arquette scene, I yeah. think. For yeah, for sure. It starts off the movie, but then it happens later, for yeah. real. Yeah. So, um, you know, fast forward through. <laughs> I don't watch that part. That's it's pretty the good. best part. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. So that was Darwin Awards. Um, yeah i mean i guess it wasn't a memorable film and it was just something it's in like an easy it's an easy watch it's one of those i didn't hate watching it no (laughs) that's a selling point yeah (laughs) you You should really watch this movie i didn't hate watching it it's not a hate watch no it's just like a fine watch it really is next we got a scanner darkly though I mean, I'm hoping I, I did have hopes for this that like it seemed like it could be funny and it just was mediocre and not great. Uh do you have memories of whether a scanner darkly is better? I saw it in theater. Okay. But I feel like I mean I, I watched it but it was a lot. I remember thinking it was a lot. Okay. I, I could do with a rewatch, obviously, but is that the only time you've seen it? Yeah, I've is only seen it once. Have you you've seen it? I have never seen it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I feel like I don't like rotoscoping and that is what That's this the type is of done. Thing, yeah, yeah, the type of animation. Yeah, it's and weird. so I've avoided most movies that use it. Mm-hmm. Um but here I go. <laughs> and it's Winona and, and Keanu. Keanu yeah. I feel yeah. like in general things about this I would like and maybe I'd like it better if it was either animated or yeah, live one. action but pick I don't like with it. Yeah. the look of rotoscoping so I don't watch that yeah and there was a lot of like little bugs in this that I can remember like little bugs crawling around in Scanner Darkly okay all right. I don't, I'm not, I don't. I don't do bugs. <laughs> That's a reason that you were like, I'm not going to go back to watch this movie. So when you say it was a lot, I mean, we're going to obviously talk about the movie when we watch it. But do you Maybe mean like there was a lot going watch. on? Like it was worth rewatching to figure out everything that was Maybe. happening. I okay. think so. I because th- I don't know. I don't remember much of much right. of it, but it, I remember it was like 
maybe because of it's like the weird whatever how they filmed it or made it. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to take in for me. Fair. It's like, what well, is this? Is it a cartoon? <laughs> right. What is, this? what is this? Well, we'll determine that next time. Mm-hmm. So uh, have yourself a good one. Yeah. <laughs> have a good holiday, which will be over by the time you listen to this. Enjoy your Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, you better be exactly. listening to this on Wednesday. Winona Wednesday. Yes. Watch a better Winona movie then. <laughs> the Darwin Awards to celebrate Winona Wednesday. Cool. Okay. Next time. Bye. Bye. Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rekha Tulsaram. Contact Rekha and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me.